up in Canada, right. and um, one of the first things I remember doing is, you know, we would share a hotel room, and right. we would turn on the TV, and we would watch you. Oh, my God. Thank and you. And so you it took are took a long while to get here. It took us a long time. You know what? <laughs> Everything in time. It's, yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint. We're excited. Uh, indeed. But you've also, in that time between that beginning, have shifted in terms of the kind of music that you wanted to express yourself. Mm -hmm. Give us, walk me through that. You know, when we started playing music, we were teenagers, 15, so it would have been 1995, and so we were reflecting a lot of the music we were listening to. So it was more grunge and rock and punk pop, and I think over the uh, 17 years that we've been making music professionally, music has changed a lot, but I think our ability to reflect the things we like and that we listen to, we've gotten better at that. And I think our production has reflected our confidence and our interest in music. So I think naturally over eight records, we've turned more into like a pop band, but we always say we're making pop music, but we're not pop stars. Well, and you also say you're <laughs> stepping up, not selling out. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the yeah. worst thing ever would be as artists, especially because there's two of us, would be for one of us to grow disinterested or, yeah. or you know, not, not be as invested. It, because it's a family band, I think we owe each other our mm -hmm. best. Yeah. And that has meant challenging ourselves, which means changing our sound. And we're very invested in trying to reach a broader audience and to diversify the mainstream. There's not a ton of queer women in the mainstream and we're queer and we just, we saw an opportunity. We were getting a lot of support from mainstream artists and we thought, man, maybe we should take our, uh, take, take this and run with it. How close are you? I mean, is every instinct the same? Is every sense of, um, you know exactly what she's thinking, vice versa? <laughs> Well, we, I, don't, I don't know if it's as precise as, like, I can hear Tegan's thoughts or yeah. something. I mean, I think developmentally, because we were ha having so many of the same things happen, yeah. you so know. It's both genetically and, yeah. and environmentally. Sure. So, you know, we're, yeah. we, we, always, we always say, I mean, we're, we'd say this only in intelligent company, but we almost say sometimes our relationship's a bit like a marriage. You know, when you've been married to someone for 35 years, you can read their thoughts. <laughs> well, I feel like sometimes, Sarah and I, music is kind of like our child. And, but do you, you like know, the same thing? I think that we have a general area that we both fit in, and I think we sit on either extremes. Yeah. You know, like I liked electronic music, so Sarah liked really obscure electronic yeah. music. You know, I liked <laughs> pop music, and Sarah liked a very specific kind of pop music. Are you so. competitive with each other? I, th I think that we've, we've come to terms with what we would have described you know, in our relationship, people wanted to, to define that as competition, which often made us feel like they were trying to, to divide, you. divide us. Right. And so there was an instinct, especially when we were younger, to say, no, we're not competitive at all. We love each other. We are protecting one another. I think we push each other. Yeah, We do. And yeah. I, I know I do it with Tegan a lot. I think I'm one of the only people who can say to Tegan, like, sing it this way, or I don't like that word, or I think you can do better with those lyrics. Sarah labors over lyrics. She, we had a big song called Back in Your Head. Um, that came out in 2008, and Sarah said that she spent 80 hours re-recording it again and again and again and like laboring over every word. And we had a song on our last record called Closer that did very well. It became a big pop single. I wrote it in 22 minutes. And How we, did you write it in 22 minutes? <laughs> well, I'd sent her three songs that were mostly guitar, and I got zero comments back. And then like a response a couple days later, it was like, yeah, it's good, keep writing. And I was like, ah. Oh. And so I like pulled out my keyboard, and I just, you know, was like, whatever, C, F, G. And just started writing the hook and sent it to Sarah, and she said, wrote me right back. You know, I barely had it sent. This yet. is good. She wrote back and was like, "Finish it." And, and I, you did in 22 minutes. Yeah, and I just was like, "Oh, okay, that means and she it likes a it." Big hit closer. Yeah. 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 So I feel like we balance you each other. You write more than she does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, because she spends too much time. If I spent 80 hours on a song, I'd be like, that's it. It's my yeah. opus. <laughs> you I, all, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I, I enjoy the time, too. Yeah. I think Tegan sometimes, Tegan wants to complete it. That gives her a lot of satisfaction. Mm. And for me, the satisfaction is actually in the process. Yeah. You have a relationship with your fans, too. I mean, it seems to me that you go yeah. out of your way mm -hmm. to connect. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Part of it's social yeah. media, but part of it is other things. Yeah. You know what's funny is we grew up listening to Bruce Springsteen, and one of yeah. our favorite records was his live record, and yeah. he would tell the stories. And when we first started tell playing... Tell the stories, and also make sure that by the time he leaves the stage, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> if he's not flat on his back, he exactly. has done... Everybody in that arena knows he's given up everything, everything he has. Absolutely. And that was... When we started playing music, we had maybe eight or ten songs. We had to fill two hours. You know, we'd be playing like coffee shops and bars. So we'd talk. I'd be yeah. like, tell a story. And there was this pressure on us to entertain. And you know, in terms of the relationship to our audience, we understood very quickly that we had taken a, a slower path, and we had we had chosen the path of development, and that meant that we had to create a relationship with our audience, and that. You know, maybe our audience was small and there was only 50 people there that yeah. night, but the next time we came through town, we needed to ensure those 50 yeah, people Matthews came. Did the same thing. We were really